Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, we're adding a new segment to our podcast. We're calling this segment PrepperNet's Weekly World Threat Roundup with Steve from Alerts USA. Steve, are you with us? I am. How you doing? Great, Steve. Oh, gosh, I bet you got some news to give us. I've been watching world news, and some of it's been blowing my mind, but you always hit us with information that we never see on TV or hear on the radio. So what do you have for us this week? Oh, welcome so to the show, up. by the way. Yeah, welcome. Hey, <laughs> Graciously appreciate the opportunity to come on and chat with you and to let you and the listeners know kind of what's going on around the world. So um, this will be kind of like a, we're going to hit some of the high points in different regions, a few different regions around the world, and um, it'll things will start to congeal here pretty quick. Uh, let's start with Iran. So okay. um, tensions between the U.S. and Iran they're starting to heat up as the U.S. will soon begin imposing sanctions on entities that are buying oil from the country. In turn, Iran is threatening to close down the Straits of Hormuz, which would be a major shock to world oil markets as about 30% of the global crude shipments transit through those straits. Now, for your older listeners, um, if you recall back to when tensions were high in the late 80s, I think it was 88 Iran threatened to close the straits, then deployed mines in the Persian Gulf. Within a day or so, a U.S. Perry-class frigate hit one of these mines and was nearly sunk. In turn, less than a week after that, the U.S. launched um, what at the time was the largest American surface engagement since World War II, where they destroyed two of Iran's uh, oil platforms. They sank one of their frigates, damaged another, as well as a whole handful of smaller vessels. Now, at the time, we were pretty fortunate that this didn't break off into a larger, a broader regional conflict. Now, fast forward to the present. Iran has previously made clear in the past few years that in the event of an outbreak of shooting between Iran and the U.S., their first target will be Saudi oil and gas infrastructure because it's just wow. a couple hundred miles across the Persian huh. Gulf. So <clears throat> this is one of the areas that we're watching what's happening very closely there. Um, related to this also back in the eighties, um, around on the other side of the Saudi peninsula, you have the Gulf of Aden and the entryway into the Suez canal, which is called Bab el Mandeb. Um, this would be in the, if things ever got to be a serious shooting match with Iran, U.S. forces fully expect that um, an attempt would be made to also mine and close off uh, 
Baba Mandeb in uh, the, the Gulf of Aden. The reason being, by doing that, by essentially closing down the Suez, um, any reinforcements that would come, for instance, from Europe or the east coast of the U.S., instead of going into the Mediterranean through the Suez and then out into the Indian Ocean in order to get up to the Persian Gulf, everything would have to go around the southern tip of Africa and all the way up wow. if they managed. Wow. And so, you know, I'm this is just one area that we're keeping a close eye on because those sanctions are soon to start to take effect um, for anybody that's buying Iran's uh, oil. And what the Trump administration is just trying to do is put a further financial squeeze on them. So let's go from the Middle East over to Asia. Um, now, I'm talking about Central Asia here. Now, on the heels of the Sri Lanka church attacks, uh, police in India's six southernmost states. Now, this encompasses about the bottom third of India. All their police are on extremely high alert right now for possible terror attacks after what they call a highly, a highly credible intelligence tip. Now, considering the proximity of southern India to Sri Lanka and the fact that the Islamic State is now putting out their threat posters and propaganda statements in Bengali, which is the language spoken primarily in Southeast India. Um, everybody's kind of sitting up and taking notice here. Now, why is this important to your audience in North America? It's because Southern India is a major tourist and business destination for Americans. In fact, after Bangladesh, Americans account for the second highest number of foreign tourist arrivals in India. And so this is a, another area that, we had Alert USA, we're keeping a close eye on because there's a very high potential for something to happen over there. Now let's skip all the way around to the other side and talk about what's happening in the Americas. Um, okay. The increasing tempo of terror attacks on Christian and Catholic churches, as well as synagogues in Asia, Europe, and North America should really be a wake-up call for your listeners who are believers of the need for houses of worship here in the U.S. to be stepping up security. Um, as you're aware from the Alerts USA service and the alerts and the different reporting that we've put out in the last 60 days, the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda have both called for or directly threatened attacks on so-called worshipers of the cross. Earlier today, Monday, um, the ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, who both the U.S. and Russia claimed were, was killed approximately two years ago, um, he resurfaced and is urging followers to increase their attacks on quote-unquote crusaders and apostates. Um, adding to this, less than two weeks ago, a joint intelligence bulletin was issued by the Department of Homeland Security, FBI, and National Counterterrorism Center warning law enforcement, military, and security personnel that the religious holidays of Easter, Passover, and Ramadan may provide increased symbolic interest to what the feds call homegrown violent extremists and domestic extremists who are aspiring to target faith-based communities in the U.S. And... <clears throat> Funneling all of that stuff down, Ramadan, which is the Islamic holy month, 
begins on May the 5th. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. considering all that's been happening recently, um, the reemergence of Baghdadi, and after everybody thinking he was dead, and all of a sudden he shows up as being still alive and puts out this rallying call for their followers to step up the attacks. Um, uh, now would really be a good time for um, your listeners that do attend churches or synagogues uh, to be proactive, maybe in going, for instance, talking, if you don't have, you know, any visible security at your church, go and talk to your pastor. Um, find out what can be done in order to increase the, the security of the, uh, of the environment that you're in on Sundays or perhaps on Wednesdays. Now, to help your listeners with all of this, I'll be sending you a handful of resources from the Department of Homeland Security, FBI, and FEMA that they've published on protecting houses of worship in the broader faith-based community. And in turn, okay. perhaps you could add it to your website or maybe blast it out in an email to your mailing list and share these resources with your listeners who in turn can maybe download these resources onto a thumb drive or put it in the email to your church leadership and say, just in case they don't know that the feds put out stuff like this and say, here's some resources. Maybe we should yeah, have that, a church meeting and think that about is a you know, this a little bit closer. That, that is a surprise. I'm sorry, go ahead. You told me, I said that is a surprise that who knew that the FBI and Homeland and FEMA would actually put together documents to help churches protect themselves. That is a surprise. But, yes, I will take that information, and I will put a link in the podcast. Um, everywhere you can hear this, there will be a link to where you can go and download that information. So, yes, that would be uh, yes, that was Even if it's just great. like, for instance, say, um, <clears throat> um, having one of the leaders of your church call the local police department and ask them to come send somebody over that can do a security review of your property, um, <clears throat> which would be insightful like you can't imagine. The stuff that law enforcement knows to look for that the average lay individual just, you know, you're not in, operating inside of that sphere, so you don't know the particular things to look for. But, you know, they've got the keen eye to be able to identify where weak points in physical security would be. Um, and the recommendations that they can make these resources also provide lots of contacts for different people at the federal level that um, if you need to step it up a little bit more, there's, uh, there's a slew of other resources there to have others come in and perhaps provide um, firearm training for the security staff of your church so that everybody is operating in sync. Everybody knows, you know, when something goes down, whose job is it specifically to run and lock the nursery? Whose right. job is it specifically to go in, you know, and so um, we emphasize this right now because uh, the tempo of attacks along these lines, it's getting, um, it's getting disheartening. And it's incumbent upon us to take care of each other in this particular type of, in, you know, in a, in a faith-based community. We've, and so anything that we can put out there that can in turn help your listeners um, you know, better protect, you know, their congregation and all that. We're happy to help. So 
That is that's great information. Yeah, we I will create a page where people can come and download that, and I will put it in the show notes of the podcast. So, and you Excellent. know, and, uh, I was just going to mention that with all of this, um, <clears throat> if your listeners want to learn more about each of these things that we covered in the last 10, 15 minutes and so on. Um, this is a regular ongoing thing for our business and they can subscribe to our free newsletter. It comes out once a week. Uh, it's called threat journal. And all they got to do is go to ThreatJournal.com and sign up for it. And they'll start to receive a regular stream of information about these things that we've been discussing. Yeah. And also um, I've, I've mentioned alerts USA many times to, to my group about getting, I call a head start on the news because you always release things before any other news agency does. And I call it the head start for, yeah, (laughs) if at all, correct. Head start for preppers. And you are actually giving the prepper net and prepping Academy members a discount and they can go to alertsusa.com forward slash prepper net dot html and i forgot the discount but it's it's um in it like 25 or 30 percent i forgot what it was um, it's about 30 percent off the annual subscription fee yes and that is a head start that could save your life um so that's um alertsusa.com forward slash preppernet dot html and so this is a segment that we're going to bring to you guys on a weekly basis hopefully, and um, these are some things to think about. These The things that we went over tonight that he mentioned, um, you, you just can't get in your world news. Um, he literally took probably five or six reports and summed it down in about 10 minutes of what we need to look for and, and gave some, you know, high points. But, you know, there's things going on all throughout the world and we need to keep an eye on that, not just in America. And um, so do you foresee, i got a question, though, for you, um, Steve. I mean, if they were to mine, um, put the mines out like did it, they did in, the, I think it was the 80s, wasn't it? Or if, yep, Is that a 88? To me, if, if someone does that to us today, and the sanctions we have on Iran, that could be the start of a, a, a small war, could it not? It really could. Now, this isn't, um, you know, a doomsday and we're not trying to scare you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because the, the U.S. <clears throat> if uh, the U.S. has the ability, as they've shown in the past, there was uh, the incident in 1988. And then there's something that happened in 2011 and 12 where similar threats were made. Um, The U.S. has the ability to rapidly um, make sure that uh, freedom of navigation through the Straits of Hormuz is sound. But the, uh, the potential for something like this to quickly spin out of control and into a broader conflict is what the great concern is. Um, getting the oil out of the Gulf, that's going to happen. Um, 
you know, there may be some delays. You may see an increase in gas prices. You may see insurance rates skyrocket for the tankers and all of this. But that stuff will continue. I'll, you know, it would be delayed slightly, but restarted quickly. But the chances for this to spill out, and for instance, um, um, Iran and Saudi Arabia, they absolutely despise each other. They're all Muslims, but one's Sunni Muslim and one's Shia Muslim. And, and their differences are not theological, but they're that sectarian divide that started in 632 AD, the day Muhammad died, and that whole disagreement between Iran and Saudi Arabia essentially comes down to um, who who controls Islam? You know, who's the dominant uh, um, uh, belief system in Islam? You know, who, who takes care of um, the different holy sites and all that? And uh, that's what the whole disagreement is about. But they just they, they just despise each other. This in turn relates to Yemen. So everybody's heard about the Houthi rebels that are attacking, um, that have overthrown the government in Yemen and are attacking into Saudi Arabia. The Houthi rebels are directly funded by Iran, who's trying to get a foothold on the, um, the Saudi peninsula. And so, you know, it's not just, you know, throwing bad stuff back and forth in each other. or You know, it's extended to the bottom where there's a proxy war that's being fought um, on Iran's be- behalf by them funding the Houthi rebels and so on, trying to, you know, just cause troubles in the Saudi kingdom. And that right there, you know, if something started between the U.S. and Iran and Iran decided to start taking pot shots over into the Saudi oil and gas infrastructure or hitting, you know, that could just that could get really ugly really quick. Not only with Saudi Arabia, but like Bahrain and some of the other Gulf states. And so that's where the big concern is. It's just that region kind of blowing up again. Awesome. That is that is great information, Steve. I appreciate you coming on and giving us that. Any last words? And not last words. That's probably the wrong statement there. Uh, <laughs> before we all die, can you have any last words for us? No. <laughs> keep the faith. That's all. You know, and pay attention to what's going on in the world. The mainstream media, their job. Their business is not to keep you informed. Their core business is to sell advertising. And so they will pick and choose the stories that bring in the largest audience. They won't pick and choose the stories that are most important to your safety and well-being. They're going to pick and choose and craft the stories that draw the largest audience. Um, And in turn... They can then charge the highest dollars to those that choose to advertise on their stations. And so when you think about, um, you know, keeping track of world events, you got to go beyond what you're going to be seeing on Fox, CNN, and so on, because that's not their business. You know, they will tell you stuff, you know, what's that saying? Um, um, If it bleeds, it leads. Right. That's too late. You know, knowing about the emerging threats and what's happening in the ether behind that nobody's talking about, that's the stuff that um, is good to, to pay attention to in order to, like you said, be able to have that heads up or that head start. Um, 
you know, in that um, people invariably don't get hurt in a disaster if they're not where the disaster is taking place. And so having a heads up that um, maybe this isn't the right time to be visiting Southern India, or, you know, maybe I should be looking at the state department's travel advisories to see what their current assessment is. And then looking at what the British are telling their, um, their population or what the Australians, what recommendations on travel they're giving their people just to get the information that you're not seeing in the mainstream media. Yep. Um, So, well, awesome, Steve. I appreciate this week's Threat Journal. Assess, it's called, again, this, we're going to call this PrepperNet's Weekly World Threat Roundup with Steve. I added the Steve in there, sorry, with Alerts USA. So, um, Steve, we really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure my listeners are going to love this. It's going to make their head explode because they're, they're all of a sudden getting, they're getting real news. You know what I mean? We aren't used to getting real news of what's going on in, the, in an area like this. So, but exactly, exactly. So, give us the um, tell us how to get to your newsletter again. And guys, we're going to make this a weekly segment. And we're going to add it on to the podcast. But um, how do they get to your um, weekly um, threat journal? Uh, they have to do is go to threatjournal.com. Put in your email address, and they're on the list to get the weekly newsletter. And that costs how much? That's free for Threat ah, Journal. Wow, a free resource. I like that even better. So, okay, guys, um, that is Steve with Alerts USA. Go register for his free newsletter, his Threat Journal, and we will have him back on next week. And thanks a lot, Steve. Have a great evening, brother. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. We'll see you there.